welcome to the Radiant Black podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about everything Radiant Black and Masterverse. Today I'm joined by my friends Ali, Matt, and fellow member of the community, Charlie. How's everyone doing today? Doing pretty good. I mean, it's always a good time to be talking about Radiant Black, especially when I uh, use the same intro. It's always a good time. Radiant Black. Uh, it's it's not slowing down. We got the multiverse coming, so it's a really exciting time, and I'm hyped to talk about it with you guys. Wait, so is it an exciting time? No, no. Um, no I, I just I used all my excitement. Sorry. No, I definitely got a lot more excitement, especially for next week. Thank you. Yeah. Have my back. And Charlie, welcome to the show. It's it's dope to have a guest. Uh, we've had a lot of awesome guests, and uh, we're continuing that the lineage of our awesome guests. I'm I'm branded today. <laughs> I'm, I'm ridiculous. How's it going, Charlie? Yeah, pretty good, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about an awesome book with some awesome Radiant Black fans. It's kind of weird being on the opposite side of the podcast this week, but looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into this issue. It's a, it's a good one. When did you hop on the Radiant Black train? Um, I actually started, like, I picked it up actually during issue four. <laughs> I heard about it literally. So I, I was able to read the first four, like, all together kind of at one time. Um. So I kind of didn't, I wasn't there from the very start, but those first four <gasps> issues and that fourth issue obviously is pretty special. So that kind of just hooked me right away. Yeah. So, so awesome. you're one of those people who's like chasing variants now? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ve- yeah very like, much. Very I much. came in issue three or four and I'm just chasing all these variants right now. Dude, it's crazy. All the covers are just so awesome. The art's so awesome. Like the community's just really something special, and it's I'm really happy to be a part of it. Yeah, we're honestly surprised every day. Like the community is amazing. Kyle's obviously super awesome. I'm surprised. I'm I'm honestly like so happy that he's been bringing in more creators and just trying to expand the community even more. And it's it's great to see. Like I I think one day. Once Radium Black is like, like you know, like around for a while, kind of like Invincible starts making more headlines, and it's and I feel like once people pick up Image and stuff like that, more people who haven't read Radium Black will be exposed to it because he's on the cover of number one, and that's uh, quite a show of faith. So I think once we get to that point, people are gonna be they're gonna start noticing the, the Discord, the community that exists on the internet for Radium Black, and they're gonna be like, wow, like this is really cool to see a community that exists around a comic book where the creators are like constantly interacting with the just with the readers and <laughs> I, I i think it's special and i i promise one day it's going to be talked about more i mean than, uh, my, michael the other day he came in and he uh he asked like if uh if anyone wanted to see any specific cover artist do a cover for next year you know that's that's pretty cool that's not something that yeah. i'm used to at least no He's, you can literally get your finger on the pulse of the community so easily where it's like the most hardcore of the hardcores in the Discord. And if you're not in the Discord yet, I'm not saying you're not hardcore, but it's easy to join. We post links all the time, and it's it's really cool. And like Bash said, it's very special. It's like you see those letter pages at the back where you see uh, letters to the editor, but it's like live. You can see it happen in front of your face, and it's like exclusive to these this group of uh, 100 or so people. So definitely uh, – and you meet cool people. Like we wouldn't know Charlie if it wasn't for that. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, issue 12, uh, I really like this one. It was we finally get I guess every six issues we get a look at one of the one of the new radiance. And this was a really cool issue. We got to see the eyes of the streamer, something that I guess we're kind of familiar with as we're dabbling in streaming. And the uh, the characterization of Pink was really well done. I think, Megan, you can definitely see 
her having the experience as a streamer and stuff like that, you can see that uh, she brought a lot to this issue. Yeah, I, th- I actually was really happy with this one. I just the thing I love about this book is it's it's so mind bending and fun and exciting and action packed. But at its core, it's it's about these it's about these characters, these very like relatable but damaged characters, and they're they're just very uh, they're very just compelling and. Um, you just want to feel for them, and I just love learning more and more about them. And these issues are just very exciting. Yeah, that's a good point. How we have like the we have the far out existence stuff where we're wondering like what the fuck is going on, but then we have these characters that are so relatable that it grounds it grounds all this uh, the madness so easily. So yeah, it's a good point. No, definitely, and I I think something that can speak to that is how excited we get for like you said each six issues we get uh, an issue that looks out one of the radiance and the fact that these issues come out so good and are well received by the community as well shows how much uh characterization and thought goes into all these characters yeah and even the one, Sotomi one was great from like for issue six that one no, was great oh yeah in those like 22 pages you feel like you know this person you know her struggle one thing with with eva one thing that stands out to me that i just realized is She's a pro gamer because she's not even using analog sticks in her controller. That looks to be a D-pad. <laughs> and you know how much – that's the struggle. That's the real struggle. It looks like an Xbox controller, but no sticks, not even a single stick like we're talking N64. So Eva has got to be at least MLG in most games if she's not using a stick for 3D games. That's got to take some skill for sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I love this. We get the introduction of Kevin McCaster, who uh, oh. we did a tier rank last voted S. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not to spoil As our ranking. voted by the people. Where One appearance. S tier already. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> no-brainer. Yeah, so Kevin is obviously a fantastic introduction. We get, yeah, we get Kevin. We get uh, the introduction of Z. So first appearance of Kevin McAllister. I just need to see that on eBay. If I see that headline, is like first appearance <laughs> Kevin, uh, 9.8, signed by my cat or whatever. Like, get a off print or some shit. So yeah, no. Uh, cool issue. Not, not even first appearance-wise. This was just... A really cool look at Eva, and it's easy to be skeptical of streamers, right? But I think that they looked at the character in a very in-depth way, where it's like, yeah, that's the face that she puts on, and she's like a beacon in her community. But you don't always feel like that. Like, you people go to work all the time, and they have to put on that face. You're working in customer service, you're working with people, where people can present one way, but really on the inside, you know, they're dealing with life. So I thought that they did a lot of that to add depth to the streaming uh, profession. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Something, one thing I did want to say about um, the colors, something I did notice about kind of in issue six, but it was more prominent in this one. Um, just like the colors in the first page, it starts out very, very normal and you're following it. Lots of vibrant colors going on. And just right when the stream stops, you can just notice the colors, almost just like someone total, shut the lights total on. Total mood shift, yeah. And it's just like, boom. And you, it's it's very jarring in a way, and I just thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a lot more energy in that in that first page there, and then when she stops. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but you would think, like, the, the first page is, there's a lot of pink in the first few pages, so I'm assuming yeah. that's Megan's inspiration right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, we get, you know, first few pages just trying to see the, I guess the different, yeah, the different faces she puts on when she's streaming and how her character goes through a lot. But also I feel like this, uh, we peel the onion a layer further (laughs) when we explore the, uh, the the meaning, meaningful, meaningless part of this, because later on we'll see that she has this discussion with her part, with her partner, or at this point her ex about 
how you know whether the stuff she does is actually meaningless or not <laughs> like so i guess she actually struggles with those feelings too which adds a you know another complex layer to her struggles yeah z and you can tell there's this moment in a relationship where someone might say something that they're they might think or whatever but they know it's the hurtful thing and it slips out and you can feel that it's like oh when she says the streaming isn't even like a real job or, or uh, the line or whatever and you're like oh my god you can't you can't take that back that can't be unheard but yeah i, I like what they did with her and z z obviously is not at owen levels of terrible spouse but <laughs> keeps using stuff like that i mean maybe i know it can be as bad as Owen. i take that back owen did not do good on the tier list we didn't have the f right for him but uh yeah <laughs> Uh, I mean, first appearance Best Buy in comics. I mean, <laughs> probably made another appearance, right? But no, that was funny. I mean, I was surprised. I was honestly thinking like Invincible or something. They would play a funny twist on a lot of the names. But no, we got straight up Best Buy. And what's even more interesting is that there was a lot of discussion prior to this episode in, within the community about what Wendell does, right? Like for a job, there was a lot of speculation. People went all over the spectrum. Oh, does this, does that, does this. It turns out, he works at Best Buy, which is, which is actually quite interesting because I, I really didn't see him appearing in this issue. For some reason, I figured it was just going to be purely about Pink. But now that we know how she came to be Radiant Pink, it's uh, it's quite, yeah, it's quite compelling. It makes sense that he'd be here when you think about it. Although it would have been cool if he worked at Bed Bath & Beyond and we could like riff off of Click and that's where the the <laughs> the, uh, the Radiant could be in the Beyond section would have been nice. But that would uh, have been nice. <laughs> yeah, but Best Buy is cool. I, I worked at Best Buy for uh, for a winter for some seasonal work there. And yeah, it's I, I really I think that's a really cool job for Wendell. And of course, he's just dropping a ton of wisdom like Wendell's going up to tier list. I wanted to put him in S tier fought for my boy Wendell. But Wendell, he's just so damn wise. Like, geez, I hope these young whippersnappers listen to him next time we do a team up because he's the best. Yeah, he is. He's a very intriguing character. Issue 18 really can't come fast enough, honestly. And I, I was very curious before, like I was reading this issue right before we got on here and I was reading through and I was thinking about that, like kind of do they have to ask, like get license for this? Like, how do they go about getting that? Like, I was just kind of curious, but no, it is cool seeing seeing that in there. Yeah, exactly. Little piece of our world. Because it's on multiple pages, too. Like, it's not just that first. Yeah, it's, it's on his shirt, too. It's on his shirt. shirt. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's, it's everywhere. It's a good portrayal of Best Buy. I mean, he's, you know, he's like, that's how they help their customers, right? Like, hey, Amazon, they, I, I just got a new pop from Amazon via this. I didn't go to my Best Buy like the uh, right asshole that I am. But, I mean, it's a good advertisement for Best Buy, realistically, where I wouldn't be pissed because Wendell's a good employee who helps He's like, yeah, I'll help you fix your mic or whatever. We can't find it here, you know, and they mentioned the struggle. So plus this series it focuses a lot on the era that we're in where it's like people are doing drive or it's it's financial insecurity is is a big thing where, you know, it's just all these modern issues that we face where, you know, there's a lot of kind of like people are really bummed out, at not even talking about COVID, but people are generally there's kind of like a feeling of we're kind of screwed in a way and we're we're at that age i don't know i i kind of botched it but i could be wrong and correct me if i'm wrong no, that's that's, like, that's that's pretty fair to say I'm yeah said, so. before we get uh, the analysis of this issue let's give a second to appreciate the difference in creators in this issue but also how familiar the artwork actually seems in terms of i feel like sometimes like I've, there's a lot of runs i've read and this happens with i'm i'm I don't see it happen as much with creator-owned things now, thankfully, but I see it happen a lot in Marvel DC where 
the lower printed titles or the titles that aren't doing as well as the really big titles, they often have like creators change every two titles or every two issues, sorry, something like that. So, you know, when you're reading something and you're enjoying it and then it changes to another artist for a filler issue and it's, you know, sometimes it could be jarring because it kind of it has a tonal shift where it completely this fit in well. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, yeah. I think it's like Nightwing with like the volume two, yes. like there were a lot of weird like uh, artist changes throughout that 153 issue run. <laughs> some of them were just yeah. like good. Some of them were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, yeah. Even even recently in Fear State, like going from Redondo <laughs> to that Fear State yeah, art, and it's like, mean, please, that, that, let's just get I, back. I forgot who that artist was, but that person designed. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, Rick's Rick's been through a lot. He's been through. It's a lot. Rodriguez, no, like no offense to him, but yeah. it it just I was not prepared for it, and it made me not want to read those issues. But I did read. It, them. It, yeah, Redondo is a tough act to follow. Let's just put yeah. it on. But yeah. no, the, the, the creators to this issue are fantastic. And we've got, obviously, Kyle Higgins writing and co-writing with Megan Camarena. So that's awesome. Artist is French uh, Car- Carlo Magno, I want to say. Early. So, yeah, yeah, French. So French's art's pretty awesome. I really like the way he draws Radiant Pink when she's in costume. Obviously, yeah, out of costume, too. But when she's in costume, she looks like extra like funky it's cool it's kind of very alien in a way <laughs> like it adds that extra sense of uh cosmic to her uh letterer diego sanchez who i believe is also the cover artist for those pixel covers and uh shout out to him because he retweeted us when we told him how special his cover is let me just double check that it is and we still shout you out if you didn't retweet us because uh those the pixel covers are so, so oh yeah awesome. yeah that's him and, and gorgeous. like diego i gotta say those pixel covers are they're like if you're a rated black fan you gotta buy those they're cover b's but you gotta buy them because first of all first of all first of all <laughs> the, the cover for number 16 which is the one we just got the goodness the other day or 15 sorry the yellow one with the verses and all the characters including rogue sun front of go red and some characters we don't know that's awesome because first of all i <laughs> first of all again those characters i don't think we've seen them before like there's yeah. One on the bottom left and one on the bottom right. I don't think we've seen those two before. Yeah, man. And we're all dying for an image fighting yeah. game. A lot of us are. There, There's a hunger for a fighting game with these image characters. Like, I hope it happens one day. And Cal seems to be integrating more and more into uh, into Radiant Black. So that's very interesting. I said, and that's awesome because I don't know if, if y'all noticed, but I saw a lot of chatter on the Discord, and even a little bit outside, where people are starting to want to pick up Cal because of its association in the comic. Yeah. For definitely, I'm definitely going to uh, have to read Cal too, just so I don't uh, incorrectly send in letters talking about the wrong characters. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yes, yeah. uh, trivia night question. Yeah, yeah, trivia <laughs> night was go. fun. We did that. That'll probably be posted after this episode or maybe before. Dash. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to fix audio. There's some audio issues, so once that's done, it'll be posted. And I mean, the people who are there, I feel like saw it. So. Yeah, true. We'll be able to see soon. It was fun. Yeah, it was a really fun uh, celebration <laughs> of, for one year. A lot of thirst, apparently. And, <laughs> uh, my to, to clarify, oh, yeah. thirst, we're just talking about a particular panel from the book, which will come up, I'm sure, later in this episode. So it, it, it was provoked by Pink and by Kyle and Megan. You have them to blame. I Yeah, yeah, yeah I hope that excuse works with your significant <laughs> other, Bash. Uh, it must have been a, a cold Valentine's Day over there. Um, <laughs> the colorist Mattia Iachono. So Mattia's uh, coloring the last few two, the last two issues, I believe, has been fantastic. Uh, really, like really spot on. Variants have been really good too. Got the cover A by Emma Kubert, which you know, gorgeous cover. I think really 
shows the essence of who Radiant Pink is in a lot of ways. So that dual life, you know, right there. And uh, yeah, that Sweeney Boo cover also really gorgeous cover that shows her dual life really well. Oh, there's a lot of duality here. Mm-hmm. And then cover, cover C, man. I, I know a lot of people were hunting that cover C. I got a lot of messages. Of pe- people asking me if I could, if they could find the place where that was signed there, that uh, 125, because apparently a lot of people wanted that. So, yeah. I might just wait until like 10 years from now when the Radiant Black show comes out, and then we'll just go to Monster Comics and just like clear out like a whole whole box, get like a big like pile of them. No. Yeah, I, I was there. I was actually there today, like no joke, like right before recording, and there were like two issues of Radiant Black on the shelf, or maybe three. It was like issue 10, issue 11, and like one more, like like issue six or something. They they were like completely sold out, man. <laughs> Love to That's... see that. Love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the dialogue I felt in this was really, really good at capturing like the streamer and like the modern internet nomenclature, like the, uh, yes, little cat supremacy. The the anything supremacy, it's it's a I don't know. I I never really use that vernacular because it feels like it's a very slippery slope. But yeah, that is you do see that a lot on Twitter. Uh, we got Kevin McAllister, which was really great because he was the impetus of this whole story. She wouldn't have gotten wait, her. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's get to the good part, man. Stop 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 doing filler. Let's get to the good part, okay? So no, meet, there's meet, no filler in this. She meets Wendell. She meets Wendell, but right after she meets Wendell, and he promises because there's some there's some back and forth, right? And he, you know, she's just like, please, I I need I need a microphone. Like my life is on the line. Please tell me you have mics in the back right now. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? He's just like, well, I'll, I'll do, you know, I'll get something, you know, I'll get to doing something. And she's like, okay, I'll see you later. And then we get the most important part of the issue, obviously, in the next page when she's walking down the street and contemplating her life and what to do with the free time that she rarely gets. We get the return of Possum Wanter. There he yes. is. Oh, he does come back. Okay. Or yes. or they come back. We don't know. Yeah, Possum they, Wanter, yeah. <laughs> it's an enigma. Soon. We don't know. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. And also, we did find out that Riverwatt suggested that that cat needs a tiny backpack. And if we don't get Kevin McAllister with a tiny backpack, fuck Kate Mote, I said it. It's tiny backpack mode is what we need for Kevin. Who knows what he can store in there? Cat food, cat nip. If he, if the police aren't about, no. But uh, yeah, that's a good point about Possum Wander. Possum Wander did well on the tier list as well, not to spoil anything. Yeah, I mean, Kevin McAllister as Ely 2.0. That's what I'm going for. Like, <laughs> he's just going to be that extra ally. <laughs> exactly. I don't even care. Let's get let's get a Dexter thing going. Let's have – that'll be the first cat with a Radiant. That would be fantastic. Imagine yes. if the Radiant could separate. Yeah. It'd be cool. Like, <laughs> I, imagine I, if – That's the question no one's asked, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. Why has nobody asked if we're ever going to get an animal with a Radiant? Or, or even – okay, maybe that's implausible. But what if we get – a completely different alien that just comes to Earth that's an animal. Because we've seen something like that, like with Battle Beast and other stuff in Invincible, right? Like, so... Get like know, a quadruped, cool. like, Hell Beast with, like, gravity powers or something. That'd be crazy. There's... Yeah, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you say uh, 001 is an alien already? With some yeah. kind of radiant power? Yeah, yeah, but... Like, something not humanoid, though. Animals, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give me, like, a, like a centaur. <laughs> just like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, like, this is like, um, so crazy, you know what I mean? Like... Like when the Avengers, when Ghost Rider is riding a mammoth or whatever, and have like there's like a flaming mammoth or whatever, like shit like yeah. that. Like, oh, I'm down for that. Like this series, like we're amazed by this stuff. It has been amazing, but who knows what Kyle's got hooked up, like cooking up, and with these amazing artists. Like we really, we do not know where we're gonna go. Like we saw a little bit of Robot War. Existence is crazy enough, and this is this is issue 12. I don't know. Like we're starting year two. This is is this the first issue of year two? Correct. 
No? I uh, think it's, wouldn't I think it be 13? Yeah. Starts with 16. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. This one 15. starts this one this one starts uh it's 13, it's, right? 13 would, would yeah. be Yeah, and Supermassive I feel like is the kickoff. Yeah. This is the yeah. end of arc 2. So this would be like re- after reading issue 12, I believe we just finished the second trade paperback. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is the end of year 1 and we already have stuff like this. I mean, I don't know. Like, and I don't want to overhype the series. I think that's impossible because it, it meets the hype. But I don't know where we're gonna go for year two. But like, it's hard to even predict. There's people that speculate a lot. You, I mean, it's look, hard. Super massive, super massive next week. Let's wait for that, man. Holy that's true. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Like, I, I just can't. Wait, 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 wait. let's give a, a quick disclaimer just so we get get marked as that those assholes. So there's gonna be uh, uh <laughs> we yeah there's gonna be a super massive foil. And yeah, foil cover drop, you know, comic sketch art style. Uh, there's going to be signed and unsigned. The signed ones are going to be signed by Greg Capullo, Kyle Higgins, and Ryan Parrott. So that's like, damn. That's sweet. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a lot. So um, what we're hearing right now, we don't know the exact specifics yet because it's, uh, you know, there's just not, there's no confirmation. I've, I've seen, I believe from the, the latest newsletter, Kyle said that it's going to be they, they initially tried to get a print count of 500. But because of paper shortage or foil shortage, foil shortage, it's the first time I've heard a foil shortage. But I mean, I don't doubt anything with the pandemic earlier. So, so he said because of foil shortage. Yeah, it was supposed to be 500, but we've only got 150 copies sans AP comps. So artist proofs not counting within those print, print runs. So by far the smallest print run they've ever made for Raiden Black. Uh, just any cover in general and that's pretty cool because it's the first appearance of rogue sun right like that's that's it's before rogue sun number one this is the first time he's going to be in a comic so that's really cool i mean the event itself is awesome so it speaks for itself and then we all we got another merch drop today i hope i know i think everyone in this call has the black market uh edition black light uh, number 10 variant, yeah. right yeah, yeah I got, I got everyone here bought one uh the black market i missed out like the short one with like the 10 the 10 run you mean yeah the one that yeah the one that keeps dropping in like the different newsletters yeah yeah no that that one i I missed on that i was i went on like probably 20 minutes late last time (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah they're usually gone within like five minutes tough yeah there 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 should be more though there should be more it looks like they do it once a month ish yeah that's what it feels like so far yeah, so so there'll be opportunities. They got they got ten today, and they were <laughs> they were destroyed. <laughs> they were so, like yeah. annihilated, man. Jesus Christ! Every single every single like tier too, like CGC signature <laughs> signed without signature, like they were all annihilated like very fast. So yeah, so yeah, it was super massive morning. series, but super minuscule print count for this variant. So keep an eye out for sure. Yeah, Tuesday morning. We don't have a time, and this is not us. This is. The newsletter did not give a time. We don't have a confirmed time. We just got news that Tuesday morning, which is a super massive eve. Doesn't matter. Tell your boss. Look at this cover. First appearance of Rogue Sun, and they'll understand, or they'll fire first you either Sun. way. First, technically, it's the first Inferno Girl read, too, because she's she's appearing in this book before she appears in her own book, because the book... We'll let the market decide that, Bash. I don't know yeah. if you have the so power it's two, to declare it's two, it's two first appearances. It's two first yeah. appearances of, of big, massive verse characters. And I'm not saying this as a speculator. I'm saying this... As a fan and a reader, if you want this book for your collection, I we we all I remember I I remember I'm you know what I'm gonna give you all shit for this because I I actually did this. <laughs> I linked the motherfucking 
comics the read pop comic shop link and you can still see i left it there deliberately to 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 to, to, to do this here now i left oh, that geez. link in the discord ages ago months ago and they had the radium black number one foils the david finch and the goni montez and they had them both for free shipping so whatever you bought you got free shipping wow. you, and, they, and i was like guys buy these fast there's only like 300 or 500 break out like, and it's foil and it's number one and it's like dope you know and uh i missed out on the signed ones obviously so that was a real bummer that's why i was like snagging those and uh yeah no uh, uh nobody picked it up like literally nobody replied to the message nobody wanted that cover at the time but now everybody's everybody's running after it so if you're interested in supermassive if you really want to you know get all the variants if you if you just love radium black i highly recommend checking this out and uh, yeah, it's gonna be expensive. So even if you hate Radiant Black and you want a way to put your kids through college in 10, 15 years, uh, you know. There you go. But yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be pricey. But uh, that three signature, oh, I might have to. I might. Oh damn it! Nice. He's just checking his wallet and he's regretting what he just said. <laughs> I just bought some books earlier. It's been tough. Yeah. So Do you guys have a guess, like how, how much? That could that thing could go what, for. What we heard, and it's pure conjecture, okay? So like, actually, this is a good time. I'm glad you brought this up, Charlie. So we heard that it's gonna be a hundred US raw. That's what we heard, and this, this is based on nothing, pure conjecture. Okay. Hundred US raw, and they're speculating that the sign, three sign, and they said, and this is the bummer part. They said there's no guarantee of grade, so yes. there's no like guarantee they're gonna be nine eight or nine six or nine four, whatever. They they just said it's gonna be in nine or higher. So that's kind of a bummer, but uh, um, they said they're they're thinking people are thinking 200 plus US for the the three signatures. So I'm thinking personally like I I, I would pay like 150 175 for the three signatures, but I, I would like for 200 I I think I'd want like at least a 96 or higher guarantee because like at that point it's like that's a lot <laughs> like that's yeah. 200 US is a lot for a new book. Yeah? But uh, to compare to we found the comic sketch art post. Um, from Facebook because it's still there, but it's from January like 2021 before Radiant Black Number One came out. And we, I'm just using this as a frame of reference to inform our discussion for for like what the pricing may be. So for Radiant Black Number One specifically, the 150 Goni Montez foil by the same place, Comic Sketch Art, they had it near Mentor Offer 65 US. They had uh, Blue Label, you add 45, so that's uh, that's uh, 110. And then you add CGC signature with no promise grade. You add 55, so that's 120 for a no guaranteed grade. And then you add uh, uh, Kyle Higgins signature, and it's another uh, $15. But I'm assuming with the CGCSS, yeah, sorry about that. I'm, assu- I'm assuming with the CGCSS that wouldn't matter because you'd already get the signature. So we're talking 120, 130 bucks to get a CGC signature for Rain Black One. But there's a few things to consider. Supermassive one is a 5.99 US dollar book because it's a big book. It's a thick boy. So that book, yeah, that book 50, is um, yeah. that, that alone might factor into the decision when you're talking about like ratios, something like that, right? Because for your retailer, for your shops to qualify for a 150 of Supermassive, it costs them like a significant chunk more than something that's a 3.99 cover. So that's something that we have to consider. So that being said, I feel like estimates that are saying 100 raw and 200 for the three sigs are are roughly accurate. Like we could see plus minus uh, 15 to 20% cost, I would say. So it could go up to 225, I would say. But beyond that, I think it would be a little bit ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
I think 100, 120 for the Raws. 120 for Raws, too much. US? Man, that's too much. For a Raw. 100's like good, I think. Like, that's like a good. That is steep, yeah. That's, yeah. that's really yeah. crazy. Because, like, it put in Canadian, and like, for, think about Canadians, we're going to pay more shipping as well. Like, if you're in US, the shipping is like $5 to $10. Canadians are going to pay, like, it says 12 US. And then it's $2 uh, more for each extra book. So I'm just going to try to get one. And if it's reasonable for the three sigs, I'll get one of those. If not, I'll just get a raw. But you know what else is steep books. is the problems in Eva and Z's relationship. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> we should dive into that. That's the perfect segue. The perfect smooth, just like cut it back to the issue. All right. So the perfect segue would ha- would hover, and I don't have to touch it to uh, But yeah, um, yeah, I I like this the way that we got Z introduced here. We don't know her full name. Uh, we pronounce it Z here in Canada. I'm doing saying Z for our American audience here. But um, yeah, she's she's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, one thing we debated earlier, and, and we don't even know if it's the case, but we were like, I wonder if this character, if Z is going to be back, like, in another issue, because they broke up, and, like, it seems like this issue serves as an origin in informing us in how, like, she got to that point in her life where she accepted the Radiance. So, I mean, I could see it go either way. Maybe later on they would want to rekindle this kind of thing, or I don't know. But it seemed, it seemed like it, it's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, it what seems if, uh, a little untouched to me. Like, it just seems like it just left on not a great note. So if they just wrap that up a little better, I think that would, in the, once her character develops a little more, I think she'll she'll be willing to do that. How about in, like, 10-ish, like, I don't know, if, like, five years down the line in this storyline, Marshall's all fucked up from, like, Space War stuff, and then we see he goes and gets a new psychologist, and boom, it's Z. And that's how we look at him. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Like, oh, no. Yeah, I, it'd be cool if we just planted seeds, right? Because this series is going to be around for a, a while. I think Higgins already has up to year two planned. He probably is thinking in the year three, maybe even four at this point, because it's, let's face it, the Radiant Black is a success. we got to deal with that. It, it's it's freaking amazing. So who knows? We can plant seeds. We could see Z in a couple issues time or maybe three or four years down the line. But it'd be cool to see that kind of progression in this world. I, I definitely wouldn't write her off as coming back. Whether coming back is just regular z being a psychologist or trying to rekindle something with eva or coming back as costumed hero or villain yeah i couldn't pay for my psychology so i had to use these doppler rays or something like that. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> she could be one of the rogues we could have been talking about her design for all we know on the tier list which right. would be cool but i doubt it it's not like lost where everything is connected that well but <laughs> or that much not that well because these connections are usually Top notch. But yeah, I, I thought that this was cool. And you could see the struggle where, you know, they really are good at capturing that. It's not like the fifth high school troubles. It's usually the like early 20s to nearing 30. No, no, which... Yeah, I think it's a it's a good way of looking at like a modern um, a, a, like these are the relationships that young 20 adults are having now. And it's a, and it's an interesting way, a way to dive into that with two different uh perspectives one being kyle who's like a little bit older than that generation because he's like the previous generation and then you have megan who's like of that generation who is living that life so it's interesting to see the dual perspectives of that through different characters yeah and and the thing i love is is uh is it is done well like one thing that i believe aaron from the discord and melanie told us was was that if you're a fan of uh, Megan, if you're a fan of Strawberry Streams and, you know, you know her and everything, there were a lot of references to her fans and to her community within the first few pages. So that alone is like a really nice uh, 
I, I guess yeah. you could say kind of an Easter, an indirect Easter egg in some sense, but also, yeah, like that, things like that are awesome. And to see that being kind of reflected and discussed here and to see how in, in a, in a lot of ways, this isn't just someone trying to like juggle all the shit in their life. This is someone trying to make something of their life, right? Like this is someone, this is how, this is their idea of a career. And this is them also trying to juggle this relationship. And this person kind of like makes them feel diminutive about their, their career as if it's like meaningless. You know what I mean? But it's not, you know, you look at the previous pages and you see that while, you know, it is somewhat superficial to some, to her, you know, there's a lot of connection with the community. She talks to people. She takes her, uh, you know, she participates with Z in events. You know, they go to these, like, I don't know, they're getting shot at, like, this gala looking thing. And she, she does a lot. Like, she's clearly an active person. So it's not like... You know, she's not she a lazy not, person that, like, turns on the no. camera for four yeah. hours a day in games. Like, she it's sh- the whole She's trying thing. to make something of herself. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. She's getting up at 5.30 every morning, strict schedule. You can mm-hmm. tell she just wants to, I wouldn't say please everyone, but she just, she's such a, she's such an entertainer. And she, you can tell she's just, she's very passionate about this whole thing. And she wants to just make the world a little better place, as she was talking about with Wendell. Yeah, and, and, and that's like in the same thing with Z, but she takes a different approach where she's just studying all the time. She's kind of like at yeah. school, doing dealing with theory, you know, up in people's heads and psychology. So her approach to helping people, to making a difference is, is, is you know, a completely different approach. And she it's interesting to see the two try to reconcile that, but ultimately, you know, go different separate ways. Yeah, also we missed out on putting her abuela on the tier list and, you know, <laughs> That's a lot of oranges, too. I don't eat oranges by the bowlful. I usually stick with tangerines, but that's a lot of vitamin C, but you need that. We, had, we have to leave some too. things for, for uh, year two. Year two. I, I don't really think, first of all, that trivia night was so much fun. Like, I had so much fun after that. And, like, or during, sorry. And, like, we, I feel like we came up with some really good questions. And year two, it's going to be really tough to come up with different questions that won't be just strictly about year two because we, 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 like, we really scrapped, you know, like, the end there. Like, we dug for some deep you know we dug deep for some questions and we found, I feel oh, like there was some there were some tough yeah. ones yeah sure. <laughs> yeah it was a blast so it was fun I, I, I was the one that I was really surprised was when we asked what what magazine Marshall was reading in oh. uh, I believe it was issue nine or ten it was wizard and a lot of people got that wrong and, and like the people really got like everything else right I was like damn like come on wizard's iconic if you read comics like if you don't know what Wizard Magazine is, I highly recommend looking. Yeah, at but you it. might not remember that he was yeah. reading Wizard. Wizard Magazine is like YouTube speculators, just speculation before it was on YouTube. That's what it, it's just like that with promotion and at the same time, it's like basically Games Radar mixed with Bleeding Cool and all that crap. It's like news for comics, uh, kind of price guides at the same time, like hot speculation picks, interviews with artists, creators, them ranking new things. It's just a cool comics magazine. I highly recommend now they're out of print, obviously. They don't make them anymore. But if you ever see one at your local comic shop, they're usually, like, free or super cheap. I highly recommend just – well, they're not usually free. Some, my comic shop sometimes gives them away. But I highly recommend picking one up and just looking through it because it's an awesome blast from the past. Yeah, definitely. No, Wizard, it's cool. It's, it is iconic. Like, even though they're – it's still – is it still publish issues? No, no. No. Not. No, but either way, they left their footprint in the industry and people that were reading comics around then – or just around the culture, they know about Wizard, and it's it's quite magical, it's even mm-hmm. now. So yeah, no, that's that's cool. And the trivia was really fun. We'll definitely do something like that again for year two, maybe halfway through year. I mean, maybe not trivia because we'll run into questions if we did it like halfway through. But that's really fun. And anyone in the Discord, 
uh, can join us. So if you guys like that kind of stuff, definitely hit up the Discord. It's going to be harder next year. We figure, we're some... going to figure out a way to make it so when you vote, you can't see what other people voted. Because I see a lot of people figure that out halfway through it. We're like, I'm going to wait and go with everyone else. But yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be tougher next year, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. For yeah. sure. So Wendell, does he have? Uh, he's fixing the, uh, the the restaurant, right? That's where they find the radiant. So does he have skills with like wiring, like electrician kind of stuff? Is that right? I, I didn't. Uh, that's what it seems like. Yeah, he has so. some kind of like tech proficiency. Yeah. Yeah. So when we get the radiant layer going, he'll probably be know how to like make it sick as hell. Which oh pretty, yeah. She can stream right from there too. Oh man. <laughs> There we go. That'd be sweet. And one yeah. one thing I did want to say about the art here is um, when she first when she comes in um, when Wendell is like she first comes in and she's early, um, she's talking and she's saying just how much he really wants this microphone back and whatever. And you see this look on Wendell's face and you see this throughout the whole issue, too. I, I think Kyle Higgins, just these artists that they're getting, they're very good at putting expressions on people's face without i know in a lot of marvel and dc books i read they they're in need of a lot of narration boxes just so people know what's going on and what's going on through people's heads but in this you can just tell like through their facial expressions just like what's going on in their head and he's very it's just i I find that very very awesome and very just fun to read through Spot on. Yeah, they really do a good job conveying the emotions and what they're thinking without hearing the. I mean, you have a vomit radiant, right? Like that. That is an <laughs> iconic panel that has been circulated through the social media countless times. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, we were saying earlier how like we didn't expect Wendell, but it would have been easy guess because we did know that there was some kind of. It was so ominous though. He's like, let me take you to this dark store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's I would so trust a Best Buy employee taking me to a random store. After that's fair. Like, that. like, what what would he have said though? Like, there's not much he could have said, you know? Like, oh, come back, I got a black hole in my shed. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Dude, wait, it's a donut shop, and that's the missing donut hole. The whole time was just the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy so yeah uh yeah uh, damn i'm never gonna not think of that as a radiant as a donut hole maybe they are maybe that's uh, i don't know i'm getting i'm gonna get real ridiculous but yeah it's true there's no non-sketchy way to say come check out this abandoned store where i've got the uh, you know science stuff but this felt um it, it felt very like destiny-ish right where not like destiny the series but maybe i don't know i don't know the lore but it's like here i found this you're the hero of time now uh, here's this i i relinquish this black hole to you it's really cool i i like the the relationship they have too because out of the four radiants they are definitely the closest marshall and satomi obviously hate each other but <laughs> with, with their relationship over one yeah yeah with 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 their relationships almost like a mentor mentee kind of thing you know he's he didn't only show her what it was, but he actually, it, it seemed like he had a lasting impact on her life too. Like if you go, I don't want to jump ahead, but towards the end, they, they sit out um, on the hill and they talk to each other. And it seems like he actually had a huge positive impact on her life during the little amount of time they've known each other. Her life, my right. life, I'm reading this dialogue and I'm making some changes. <laughs> like Jesus yeah. Christ, Wendell's so wise. Like, no, you're right. Like that really stood out. It's, it's really solid writing. Are we doing uh, bets on how old he is? That's good. I, I would say, I don't know, maybe mid mid fifties. I would like say right 50, fifty four is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, mid-50s. that's 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 what I'm leaning yeah. towards too. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I, I, I think one thing that's really cool though is 
Wendell, like w- when he mentions two nights ago, he he just when the radiance came, it seems like the pink one and the yellow one came together in some location and Wendell kind of came across them. And I guess I don't want to jump ahead, but when he bonds with the yellow one, he sees Satomi or not Satomi, Eva in the future and kind of just he knows that she's gonna bond with it but he doesn't know why or who she is so you can tell on his face while they're they're talking just they like kind of just a um an acceptance or wendell's kind of like okay like i now i know why this girl is here like she should be here she deserves this kind of thing or she can do this or d chess yeah he definitely is (laughs) and if you I just want to point out the the page right after she touches it. You know, he takes her into the back, the, the the back of the donut shop. She touches the radiant. That no, next page is gorgeous when she's no, jumping sweet. through the different portals. And I think Bash mentioned it earlier. The the eyes make her look alien. Great, great art on that page. Yeah, and uh, the cake that. might be a lie with these portals, but she got them cakes as we see in there later on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you had to do it, huh? You had to. <laughs> it was like portal cake. Oh yeah, we ass reference. Yeah, it was all there. That's how my mind works. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I love the portal because it is cool how the, the sequence of her. She spent what six hours just going all around the different places. Luckily, it only kept her on Earth. Otherwise, she's in space and seeing Robot Wars early. But it's really cool, and it you almost feel you can think about that when with the panel does a good way of portraying it when you see all the different biomes that she went to uh, she's got fast travel and uh you know you need it in open world life yeah yeah it's also almost reminded me of strange being stuck over the grand canyon for all that time or whatever in spider-man yeah Something. i don't know if she's got the math skills to save her ass either if that happened but no, yeah no. <laughs> she went to paris we going scuba diving we're going to that looks like japan uh oh my god that's yeah so they did a good job of of the powers and then wendell just waiting for her and jumping onto her later before she keeps doing the portal thing like it, it's a little like looper and stuff like that like no it, it's this is a lot, a lot happened in this this issue we got a lot of character building like they get a lot done in a few pages in this where we get a little bit of wendell backstory we get new powers we learn about eva's relationship we learn about her family we learn more about her career that's a lot that they got done in this issue when you think about it and we got a relationship that ended we learned about the relationship and we got to the end of it yeah, We're but the first like, thing she does, the first, the most important thing we talk about now, because this is the, this is the the peak of the issue. First of all, first of all, I just noticed this, Kevin. It, yeah, that were you the one that brought this up? The the butt when she falls out of the first portal. Yeah, it's like in your face, Nightwing style. We we all know Nightwing is the most emphasized ass in comics. Like, like it just is. Like I don't know why. Like every time I read a Nightwing issue, there's an emphasis on the ass. The new cover they just showed from the May solicits is like the 125. It's not even the first thirst trap they've done from like the last three cover B's have been thirst traps with him, like sleeping on the couch shirtless with, with, uh, with Haley and one of them with a the dog. Like he's just that Robin's one too. I think yeah, was the, it Robin's? Yeah, Robin's like the plural. He's in the, the boxing, uh, boxing ring. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, man yeah. bun, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm on Capcam. Like, you guys should, might have to put the sticker over this and uh, the NSFW sticker on some of these issues because, yeah, they really yeah, do. No, uh, I mean, they, the artists are doing this. It's not me, but I'm just saying. French, yeah, yeah. French, uh, French drawing uh, a juicy pink, that's all. But uh, and, the, and the, the irony is in the, in the very next page, 
literally she goes to Z, Z and she's just like, how great does my ass look in this suit? And Z's reaction is, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah, that's how I imagined it. But yeah, like, that was... I love that natural reaction. It was hilarious. And that panel is going to be forever iconic for Radio Black. This, this is the dynamic I hadn't thought of. But, I mean, we saw her take Z on the red carpet and stuff earlier. Like, think dating Eva, she gets to see a lot of places, right? She gets to see the world, gets these opportunities. And now Eva's got another layer of that where she can do the portals. And she can go anywhere. But it's like, no, no, it's not about that. It's too much. Like, I'm focused on my life. I'm trying to get my degree in psychology. And you don't even really have time for you. It's and Now you've got this on top of it. So I think that's a really... Interesting uh, layer on their relationship. It's definitely yeah, sad. You know, you could tell that this has this isn't something new. Like the rift between them, they they mentioned earlier that they haven't been hanging around too much, and just her getting the radiant pink might have just been the right. last straw. Let's be real. Z would be good friends with Amber. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Don't oh, paint yeah. her with that brush. Let's not <laughs> let's not do this. Let's not slander Z. I mean, she's living her life, and it's a lot to deal with. She did shit on streaming, but. What which Amber are we talking about? Are we talking comic or TV show? I mean TV show more. TV show Amber. Well, geez, TV show Amber. Comic comic Amber was honestly like a little bit needy, but quite reasonable when you really think about it. Like she's just a poor girl, and she got abused and shit by the other douche. So she went through a lot. But like the, the fucking the show one one just put Mark through the gutter, man, made him feel like shit. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Would you still love me if I was an antelope? It was that kind of, it wasn't that bad, but it was like, it was like, okay, I, I don't think Z is in that category at all. I like Z and it's a lot to deal with. If, you know, focusing on you is a real thing. And I think it's mostly just a timing thing. Not like, I know you're a superhero and I was testing you. And even then, uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I think that was a very specific, no, I will not yeah, allow Z to be So Matt way. recently bailed on someone is what he's trying to say. And <laughs> no, I'm just like, uh, no, no, I, I, I no, wish. Z's a good character. I actually really, I really dig him. And um, I actually like the way she looks too. Like, uh, I don't know, her design, cool, design looks dope. It reminds me a lot of like, I don't know. I could see her being a hero. Like she has that awesome look to her. <laughs> She's she looks honestly pretty strong. So yeah, yeah, yeah the shaved on the head. Yeah. And the, yeah, the, like just her, cool, even like yeah. the muscle tone and everything. Like she seems yeah. like badass. Yeah. She like, she could be yeah. like Vi. I, I want. I started Arcane the other day, and she could just be like Vi, kicking ass and taking names. And she's got that nose piercing, which is like that era when you're in your like teens to like mid twenties. But if you want to get the nose piercing when you're 27, 28, you got to think about it. You got to think about it. It's got to be the bull ring. I'm, I might actually get a nose piercing. Uh, we'll see next video. We'll see. I might, I'm, I'm feeling stupid. I'm feeling stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, more on that later. But yeah, no. So imagine that you have a fight and then someone, you're a kind of ex or someone that you love just teleports through. Oh yeah, I got superpowers now on her already ridiculous relationship. I like the, when she says, what the fuck? Like, I, I love the I, F-bomb. I, I think, I think like going back to what you said earlier, like, if we step back um, like a moment, because we, we love pink and we're, we're all biased, right? We love pink, right? <laughs> We've seen more pink at this point. We're all <laughs> we we're looking at the story through her perspective. But when you think about Z and everything, like you go back to the previous pages and yeah, like the day, that whole day that was supposed to be committed to her, her as in like pink enjoying herself. And then her thought of enjoying the herself was because remember, Z didn't want to come. She convinced her to come along. So she feels like she strung her along and then she's paying more attention to like that whole like you know worrying about the thing and not really you know being in the in the moment and enjoying it and now she comes back to z and like the first thing she's telling her is like look at my suit look at my life look at how like much better it's gonna be she's not even giving like a moment's consideration to what z's going through like she's just telling her again like subconsciously like drop all your shit and come like look at how cool this is and like 
Not even giving her a moment's consideration, like what you went through. What you know what I mean? Yeah, she's talking about going to New Orleans for some gumbo. It's like, girl, things aren't right right here. They're not going to be right when we're in New Orleans getting gumbo or if we're going to Na- uh, Napoli to get uh, pizza with Omni-Man, right? Like, you know, like <laughs> it's it doesn't matter. You can have the power to go anywhere, but when things aren't right right here, it doesn't matter where you go. Yeah, we see that in the next – in literally the next panel when she teleports somewhere and she's just sitting and looking at the moon, right? And you see that they have that conversation where, you know, it's – it's it, she – she she wants like someone meaningful but at the same time she wants to work towards herself and have something meaningful in her own life and that's where he kind of gives he gives her that push to go and do pretty in pink you know yeah i thought you said pretty in pink for a second <laughs> i don't know why but yeah no this is where we're at right it was like it's timing they could end up together maybe when eva's a superpower she's got an established practice and stuff like that but right now she's got you've got to focus on uh, you know, being a student, you're busy as if you're doing your quote unquote right, you're busting your ass, right? I don't know how she's paying for rent on top of going to school for psychology, which isn't something that doesn't it takes a lot of time on and you throw a relationship on top of that with and then someone's a superhero. So what this time you don't have the uh, magic click remote. I'll mention click twice in this podcast now, three times actually, and you get that. So it's it's a lot. Timing is everything, and that's what I kind of liked about how she mentioned with Wendell, the time was never right. And then you meet somebody who has time powers, and then you go back, oh, my friend actually has a superpower. We can just uh, slow down time or predict uh, what future, you know, we need to, uh, for this relationship to work. So I don't know. No, we definitely can't blame Z too much for for how she acted, at least. It's it's definitely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. And I, I, think, I think it all just comes back to what Eva's – mom was saying like she just all these people she she gives she's a light to all these people but it's just time she's got to actually get some sunshine for herself and make herself feel better make herself be happy for once and, and, it's, and it's, it's a burden too right? like the powers of all these radiants somewhat like are attuned to the development of their characters like you know we see red like she has anger and and yeah and, for sure you know, yeah and it gives her the outlet to have these like bursts of anger and to almost have this like physical force but we see pink you know she's she can't be everywhere at once but now she can so it's interesting to see how their powers like correspond to like the situations that they're going through in their lives and you know marshall marshall we've seen how he has this inability to leave and I know this issue has nothing to do with him, but, you know, going on that topic, he has this issue with leaving Lockport. Like, he wants to leave. He wants to change the direction of his life. He wants bigger things for himself, but he's always been afraid to take the risk. But now he can literally fly. So, you know what I mean? And he feels weighed down by his problems and he can control gravity. He can make all that stuff, like, you know, rise up and, like, you know, it, it works. I do like how it aligns with the power sets align with the characters that have them. Yeah, I gotta love the irony in that. <laughs> no, Kyle. Yeah. yeah, doing great things with this the narrative of this series, and the artwork's obviously been fantastic. And I I don't know if I'm like so. One thing I gotta also make clear because I've been you know I've made mistakes on this which have been like shitty because I've had to delete tweets and stuff. Not a big deal, but it sucks when you credit the wrong person in in the moment. But um, the solicits don't always have accurate information in terms of who's in the issue. Like sometimes they're just straight up wrong. Like some we've seen this multiple times. Like one of them credited Igor Monti as the colorist and the artist, and then Igor himself said like, "Yeah, I didn't do the colors for this issue. It was like this person." So so don't beware of the solicit information on the websites. They're not always up to date, um, and they're not always accurate in terms of who's actually doing the issues. 
obviously Kyle will be writing pretty much every issue. That part, not a concern. But, for example, it says that um, issue 15, we're getting Eduardo Fargato as the artist. So, I like obviously, I don't. I, I think that is the case because his name is on the cover. It says Fargato, Monty, and Carrie. So, it seems like for issue 15, which is the latest issue that's been solicited, we're going to get the return of Eduardo Fargato as an artist. And people on this Discord... And uh, Discord, sorry, people on the on this podcast, people on the Discord, they know how much I love Eduardo Farigato. I'm a big fan of his artwork, a big fan of the guy. He's an awesome guy. And and yeah, like uh, I we talked about this the best whether he was going to be coming back, and it's really awesome to see him coming back. And of course, Igor Monti, like you could never get enough of Igor. If Igor became the colorist for like an extended time on this series, I would be totally okay with that. No kidding. You know, Igor is the best. I'm glad he caught the last flight out so we could get in time to uh, draw this issue uh, coming up. But no, that's awesome. And no, I, I just noticed at the end of the issue, they have the um, preview next week at Supermassive. Like Supermassive is a part of this story, right? It basically is the next issue of Bringing yeah. Black, which is cool. Like it's next week, right? Like oh, yeah, next... so, I'm so hyped. I was I was not expect I was not expecting to see that at the bottom of the page. And when I did, I just just I don't know. I just got extra excited. Yeah. <clears throat> Tuesday, yeah. February twenty second. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so close. Yeah, like super massive. The the issue, like we said, is fantastic issue. Uh, if you haven't seen the backup stories this time around, we've got a really cool backup story by Ryder Land Pitts, who's I think in the Discord, and Joe Hunter, who's definitely in the Discord. One of one of the more R-rated lewd members who makes some awesome jokes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now I'm, I'm getting like. Morpheus vibes now when I think about it from Wendell when he like gives it it's almost like red pill blue pill we have existence it's almost like the matrix like there's a bit of matrix alleg- like yeah. comparisons you can make I'm curious yeah, how point. you took it from lewd to, to, to Morpheus but uh yeah no that that's a good, uh, <laughs> good <laughs> I'm just, no it's this line of dialogue between Eva and her and him at the end where he says uh, I've got a feeling there's all sorts of things you're going to be able to do now Eva things you're never going to be able things you're never you're going to be able to change maybe even important things like I don't know it just makes me think of Matrix. Oh, I think Wendell, yeah, yeah, he gives off those Morpheus vibes for sure. Yeah. He's just, he's just very wise. Yeah, well, I, like I, I don't definitely. know if it's wisdom or is it the whole seeing the future thing. But let's, that, let's call I it think, exactly. I, think I, need, that's I need some it, more explanation but, about that. What, what he is sounds it? wise. Yeah. I'll say that. Good, but yeah, no, oh, yeah, maybe he like be. interprets the future or something. I don't even know. So yeah, that's we haven't talked about this heavily enough because it is a big deal. We Wendell's powers, at least we the what we know about the least in that fight when they're fighting double uh, one. I think that's an issue seven uh, where we see there's like multiple versions of uh, of radiant yellow and it's it's kind of like when Doctor Strange is like looking at all the multiple features. So I think that using maybe like light bending or something like that, he can see images before they happen or possible futures. I think that's the most. Uh, reasonable. He also has a clock behind him, right? That cover where. The, oh yeah. I, know I, I know which cover you're talking about. I don't. I don't remember the, the Diego. The Diego Greco cover where Kyle showed us in advance. It's for issue 18, and it's tough to find because it's in one of the older. Yeah, let me see if I could dig it up. Because there's just so much cool stuff in the Discord. It's buried under exclusive it's not, cool it's, shit. I'm not even gonna bother looking for it in the Discord because it's 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 gonna be too hard to find. But it's in the black. It's in the. In his newsletter, he sent it. In oh, one oh yeah, it's in the newsletter too. Yeah, so I'm gonna find it right now. But yeah, there's a cover with I believe it's Diego Greco where he showed. Oh, there it is. Okay, so yeah, so there's like numbers, there's a clock in the background, there's some gears turning, and there's all these like weird like tech bite looking shit. So it seems like this dude like 
maybe it has to do with time as well. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it is right. a time, right? Saying different happen. versions of the future. That is time. But it could be, I don't know how OP this is going to be because you no, can't really. Maybe he can, like, actually, you know, affect time. I don't know, with his powers. Maybe distort it or something. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. cool. Yeah, what I was thinking, like what you were saying about that kind of Doctor Strange astral projection type move um, <laughs> back earlier, I was thinking like I was thinking maybe it could also be like how the Flash, like um, he can like kind of split himself up kind of in like a time mirage in a way and kind of oh, like, yeah. split himself doing that and create more more than one of himself. Yeah, maybe in a yeah way. You, you, you read a lot of DC, right? Uh, yeah, most DC and Marvel, but yeah. mostly DC. Yeah, a lot of people these days don't read DC, so I love it when I see other people who read DC. I like really, I like both, obviously, but I, re- I love DC. I feel like a lot of people automatically just dismiss it because like, of the MCU and everything. Just like, it's oh, awesome. yeah, that, that flash book going on right now with Wally and, and those kids, yeah. Jay and Irie, that, that's just so much fun. Yeah, DC, who's yeah. that Batman guy I hear about? I hear he's okay. And like that, I, like, <laughs> that, I hear they have like this cool Amazon. No, I don't know. I'm being a prick. But yeah, I, I don't think DC has that bad a rep with their comics. Like, I don't know. I know the movies and stuff, but people that read comics is like, I don't, I'll read whatever. Like, I'll read, you know, I, I don't look at the publisher. Oh, nobody, someone's so published this. DC outside of Batman, to be honest. Like, not a lot of people do compared to Marvel. Like, if you look at the yeah. print counts, the print counts, for example, like Iron Fist and Silver Surfer will sell more than anything that's not batman like easily even though in my opinion like superman green lantern flash should be like at least near them or outselling them because those are like iconic heroes and honestly like people talk out their ass a lot of times when they talk about dc especially speculative they have no idea what they're saying they don't keep up with the series if you're reading like i would personally make the argument i've said this before on the podcast if you're reading marvel and dc right now like the last two years i think dc actually has better ongoing series because marvel like they keep they just do five issue miniseries crap they don't have a narrative longer like they and they're not bad they're not bad like stuff but they just don't have a story to tell that's longer than that like you could see with heroes that like are supposed to be famous and their first appearance prices would make it seem like they're huge like america chavez but like their stories really there's not much substance to them they're very few and every time they create like a new miniseries they have to throw in like a bunch of other characters to sell the the books like yeah. bishop and other yeah like and i'm saying this as a fan like i'm not i don't hate any of these characters but you look at something like uh, the Hawkman series by Robert Venditti, which was like uh, amazing Eisner nominated, but nobody talks about this shit because nobody likes Hawkman. Like I like Hawkman, but nobody, you don't see people go like, yeah. oh, Hawkman. But I guarantee you if it's a new, like, okay, we talked about this before. You look at Far Sector, right? Far Sector is an yeah. amazing story, gorgeous artwork. Like uh, not only is it amazing, but it actually, it tells you something about, about like that society. It, it, it's a good story like, in a lot of different levels. And, it's like Deep Space Nine of uh, Green Lantern, kind of, right? It's, like, it's, so, it, it's, it's hard to describe because it's so different. Like, it's it's a very, it, like, it's just something special you should read. But it was honestly, yeah. in my opinion, misadvertised. Like, they advertised it under the young animal imprint or whatever. It's not like a young, yeah. they literally say the F word in the first issue. It's like, this is not a book for kids. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, not, it's, very, it's not Winnie Hutt Jr. book, it's yeah, for sure. Yeah, very adult. And anyway, that book is awesome. And you look at someone like Sojourner Malene, right? Or Malene or whatever. That's a really cool new character, uh, like awesome design, unique lantern design for her. And she's supposedly the multiverse's greatest detective. I don't know if I agree with that, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, she's an amazing detective and she's headlining the current Green Lantern series after doing a 12 issue Far Sector series, which was Eisen nominated. But you compare that to like any garbage Marvel character that just came out, like Red Panther, 
that stupid Red Panther costume book would sell more than Far Sector 1, which in my opinion is just stupid. Like, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit in DC in terms of amazing story and in terms of um, cool characters that are new. I will agree, though, that they do have editorial issues and that they do have too much Batman. Like, and just like, I love Batman, yeah, but there's too much. That's, like, that's my biggest issue with DC. I go on, on New Comic Book Day and they have like three, four different Batman, Batman books. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like I read regular Batman, sometimes Detective Comics, but, or I, I Am Batman yeah. is nice, but I can't I can't keep up with It's the, the best Batman and everyone else Batman is redhead. Like the best I, w- I would rather have like Nightwing, Robin. Like those are like the best ongoing, like, like quality wise in my opinion quality wise like nightwing flash robin those are the ones that are really really good right now that like people are missing out on and if you're a really big dc nerd uh justice league incarnate is really good but i feel like if you don't know much dc you're not gonna appreciate it because it's there's a lot of lore and history and it's complicated yeah but um yeah yeah yeah, like there's a lot there i just feel like people just shit on it automatically because it doesn't go out the way they doesn't go the way they want it to but marvel just has that automatic like oh this could automatically be popular because they could show up in the movies and there's this built universe and that makes it better and it's just like yeah yeah you know like there's not much substance in the story like spider-man reading spider-man recently amazing spider-man doesn't live up to the standard of what amazing spider-man should be in my opinion even though it's not bad it just in my opinion miles morales spider-man is so much better than asm last like three years (laughs) like so much better they should have not living up to the standard Spider-Man be the title for the next run. <laughs> they have a lot of Spider-Man titles in Marvel too, right? Like a Spot Savage Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Savage, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Spider-Man. Let's 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 end this. Let's get back to the issue and not get as big. Um, we should do, We should do, We just got way too passionate about comics. Too many opinions. You know, we could, we could do this on a, on a roster episode in the future. We could definitely talk DC, Marvel, and some. Well, other I don't think anyone's ever talked about DC versus Marvel before. So there's a lot of new ground we could definitely oh. reach right there. No, 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 no versus uh, both. I, ironically, I just they just talked about the other day because of George Perez and the whole. Uh, you know, his whole uh, health, yeah. you know, thing you yeah. know, are with him. He's an amazing guy, amazing artist, just a titan of the industry. And, um, you know, utmost respect is Titan's my favorite and everything. He created some of my favorite characters of all time. And um, they said that they're reprinting JLA Avengers, right, which is which is super rare already. And they're reprinting yeah. that. I don't think people fully appreciate how big a deal that is, because that is a book yeah. that's. It's like they're not gonna reprint that again. <laughs> this is the, special. They had to, the fight one... to do it too. The the XX didn't want to do it from what I've yeah, read. They didn't want to do it, but it's because yeah. he's you know it's because his health and it has to do with you know his whole circumstances. That it only have. takes like a man near death to get these two companies to work. Yeah, I know. No, it's such a small print years, count. Man. He signed an exclusive contract during the peak of his, during the peak of his career when he was younger, and he signed a DC exclusive contract and was loyal to them for years. And even after he worked for Marvel, he didn't like it as much. And he like that's him saying it himself. Like you can find multiple interviews and quotes of him saying he did not enjoy working for marvel as much he felt like right at home at dc he felt like those characters were his characters and that he felt he was always respected so i'm good oh, wow. i'm glad they did that for him man he's a he's a legend like he honestly in a lot of ways i feel like he is the kirby of the 80s and like later on because like you look at what he did and all his covers are iconic he does like the best group covers ever <laughs> like who does who does better group right. cover than George Perez? Does like, he no do one. that iconic Justice League one where they're all like they're realistic as hell and it's like the five of them? Uh, that, that's or whatever? Alex Ross, but he did he yeah, did Alex Crisis Ross. on Infinite Earths, which I'm sure if you Google you'll you'll realize like you'll recognize the covers right away. Like he did all those covers. He did the whole series, the art covers. He did like all the Teen Titans. Infinity Gauntlet. I, yeah. I dealt with enough crisis on this. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, you, you know the Infinity Gauntlet cover, right? Thanos with like the, the face. Yeah, yeah. 
something. Yeah, yeah. Like he did all those iconic like runs that everybody knows, like huge things. He did the, I don't know, he didn't do that. Walt Simonson did that gorgeous uh, X Men Teen Titans crossover back then, which is underrated. But the we point just is, okay. Yeah. No, no, I was ahead. just gonna say we just traded one tangent for another, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now back back to me back. Um, so we're done with the issue, but a few things about the community and about uh, reading black in general before we close here. Uh, first of all, it was an aw- it was awesome having Charlie on, and if you ever want to come back in the future, of course you're welcome. We can talk obviously reading roster, other issues, what whatever may and may be, and um. You know, super massive. I just want to say this is going to be awesome, special. We've all been looking forward to this as a community for a long time. Um, it's going to be a thick book, like what is it, like 50, 50, 50 comic pages, like 64 that, total, something like that. So it's going to be 5.99 for those of you who are not aware. So be ready for that because I know some people, you know, they, they, comics are expensive after all. Like they really are, <laughs> like four dollars per sometimes five, six. But yeah, 5.99. Um, first Inferno Red, first Rogue Sun, co-written with Matt Groom. Brian Parrott, it's going to be huge. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. This is kickstarting a new, uh, a new step in, in, in Image's new superhero universe, right? The massive. I'm so happy for them, too. You must yeah. be so hyped to create a book like that with oh your friends and have all your stuff in their crossover. Like, that's a dream. Like, that's like Wolfpack in Las Vegas with Alan and the gang, like, times 10. <laughs> like, that's super cool. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, coming out next week, as it, is it February 23rd? Yep, 23rd of February. It'll be at your local comic shop. Um, I, they even said recently in the in the newsletter that they they printed it above like they printed a little bit more than what they thought the print count should be just because they they anticipated some extra word of mouth so the extra positive word of mouth so let, let's you know let's do that and obviously if you love Raven Black keep supporting it um, giveaway winners and trivia winners your 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 prizes are gonna be um, distributed soon Melanie I'm shipping your book out on Monday so you know Monday yeah. So you'll get it. And an additional shout out for the. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, novel, you should get your book soon because I'm just getting that shipped to me. So within a couple of weeks, um, we're gonna we're gonna be doing another giveaway very soon. So we're at I think 350 followers or something like that on Twitter. Once we hit 400, we're giving away Radiant Black uh, trade paperback volume two. So issue seven to 12, awesome awesome cover, like gorgeous cover, continuing the theme of the trade paperback volume uh, one cover. So if you're interested in that, you know, just follow, spread the word, check out the podcast. And yeah, I, just, I want to say shout out again to Circle Guy News for uh, giving us a Radiant Black Box to give away too. Oh super, yeah, that, super that was cool. so that was amazing. And first of all, shout out I, I can't remember who it was, but we have it in in the history of the Discord today. But someone actually won that box, and they could have lied, but they said I already have one. Give it to the next person. So oh, yeah. shout out to that person. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I always yeah, they're like running for Jesus box. in the Discord. Holy shit! Like, <laughs> God damn. That's, give it to him. Give it to him. Like that's that's really cool of them. Uh, forget your name, but enjoy the Jesus yeah. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you everyone for joining us today. Thanks everyone for the participating in the trivia night and the uh, the tier list. That was awesome. We're gonna have those uploaded soon as soon as the audio issues are fixed. Um, We're doing a fear list next week. Who's the scariest character in Radiant Black? Tune wait, in. Real, real got, quick, real quick. It was Captain Vader. Shout out Captain Vader. He's the one who. Uh, who said give the box to someone else? He had it already. Captain Vader, right? Awesome. Very awesome of you. Thank you so much. Way to be a member of the community. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for participating. Speaking of Jesus, we got we got Anakin (laughs) up in this. What? We got Anakin's. We got Vader, Captain Vader. We got Anakin. Oh my God. The the Jesus of Tatooine. Fresh off the Boba Fett hype. This is what's happened. Everyone's just all Star Wars right now. God damn. Man, there's yeah. like things happening. Have you guys seen that since that Mandalorian cover? Another tangent, but since that Mandalorian cover started selling, 
they're just like printing all these Sprouse variants right now. <laughs> this yeah, is like Moff Gideon. So many of them look awesome. There's so many. And I just saw May Solicit. There's like four more. <laughs> so it's just like, man, money. Anyway, um, yes, uh, check out, you know, check the uh, check out the giveaways that are coming up soon. Check out Supermassive. Remember the Tuesday uh, foils that are going to be going live. Don't miss out on that. Don't check miss out your on comments that. at the comic store. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, Don't pay secondary market prices. You just know, like we all know, that the moment those foils sell out, they're going to be relisted on eBay for like triple the price. Definitely. You know, like yeah, you know, it's going to happen like within the, the hour. Like that's what's going to happen, sadly. But. Uh, yeah, don't, don't let your dreams be foiled. Stay alert on Tuesday for that that cover. It's gonna coffee be ready. <laughs> Get your coffee ready. Your mouse ready. <laughs> Memorize your credit card. Your tabs ready. Anyway, yeah. uh, thank you everyone for joining us today. Thank you, Charlie, for joining us today. Anything you guys want to say before we cl- uh, we close here? Pick up uh, some no. massive this week. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. So excited. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was it was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. All right, of course. Hopefully, we have you again. Anyways, thank you everyone. Stay radiant.